0: Welcome to the e Governance Academy podcast to discover the future of governance. e Governance Academy has assisted digital transformation globally in more than 130 countries. Our experts will share their insights and worldwide examples on how digital technology could benefit every society. Tune in for the Digital Government Podcast every Wednesday. Welcome to the Digital Government Podcast. I am Federico Plantera, journalist, sociologist and researcher. And today with me, I have Merle Maigre, senior expert in cybersecurity at eGovernance Academy. Welcome, Merle. Hi. And today we're going to discuss a topic that we will address uh, in... uh, more detail, actually, just next week at a web uh, web seminar that will be called Digital Health Security and Vaccine Certificate, where we will address exactly uh, this topic that is exactly placed at the intersection between uh, healthcare and uh, cybersecurity or data security, actually. So, Merle, let's start exactly from from why we are doing this. So why we are uh, addressing this topic right now, because many countries in Europe and in the rest of the world are still grappling, let's say, with the challenges posed by the long, the consequences of the second wave or the beginning of a third wave. So why are we talking now about uh, digital transformation and vaccine certificates?
1: That's a good question. But I think the reason why we're doing it is uh, an attempt from the e-governance academy to look at the issues a little bit from the bird's eye. Well, surely the COVID pandemic has created a new reality for the health sector globally testing its limits on all different fronts and I very much agree that on the daily daily front uh, we here in Estonia and I guess people all over the world are are tackling and struggling with the fact of getting vaccines um, moved around and getting getting vaccinations done. However it's, uh, it's important I think to see the forest behind the trees, so to say. And as we know that the European Commission, along with the World Health Organization, has been for a little while already looking for a scalable digital infrastructure for a secure vaccination certificate to help governments to reopen societies and economies. I think it's important for the Governance Academy to keep up with that debate. And that's why we are setting up our online conference next week to discuss this issue, to be ahead of... Events, so to say, because the digital vaccine certificate is coming uh, there is information that the eu is actually about to release a new bill about it in two days, so this debate uh, i think next next week is is going around and I think it's always good here in Estonia to raise a bit above the uh, daily uh, daily uh, daily problems and and see the bigger picture and that's where the governance academy is helping to Put its two cents into it.
0: And apart from us, so and in talking indeed about these uh, vaccine certificates, digital vaccine certificates, uh, who is involved in into making this a reality? So like who? What are who are the actors basically that need to take part in this process? from beginning to end, basically, to for us citizens to just be able to use it, for example, not only, I don't know, like here in Estonia, but also in Italy, in Germany, in France and in the whole Europe?
1: Well, it's a complex issue where, uh, where there are many stakeholders. Um, the European Commission... Uh, And the World Health Organization, certainly, but also uh, government officials who deal with um, decision making in the health sector, uh, as well as the private sector ICT companies who are helping to work out these vaccine certificate solutions, along with naturally the caregivers, the hospitals and patients, us. So these are these are different various players and these voices are the voices whom we try to gather in a, on our online conference next week.
0: Let's pick apart for a moment the two main topics that are intersecting in this conference. First of all, in terms of uh, uh, digital health. So what's, uh, I mean, in order for us to uh, be able to roll out vaccine certificates and to make them also interoperable, which means valid and readable let's say also in other countries of course we need precise data uh, that is not only accurate but whose accuracy is also somehow shared uh, among the different countries so that there is a shared understanding and by understanding i probably mean regulations let's say or in any case directives that uh, allow them to be used in other countries so what's the state of uh, our digital digital health data at this moment and uh, the data that at the moment healthcare institutions have um, could actually be like does meet these requirements in order to uh, allow the vaccine certificates to to come up.
1: Well, starting from your last point, um, whether it's also perfect, I think the world is never perfect. So, surely we have challenges in the medical sector. Where don't we have them? When looking at the challenges, particularly uh, related to the data security in the health sector, I um, came across a really good study put out by a Cyber Peace Institute, which is a think tank in Geneva, who published actually just last week um, um, a solid piece looking at the healthcare and cybersecurity, where they outline three main challenges in that field. Uh, first, healthcare having fragile digital infrastructure. Which um, means that there is, hasn't been enough, I think, political will or the decision makers' will to invest into into building strong infrastructures and therefore threat actors are exploiting these complex and vulnerable and sometimes outdated healthcare digital environments including medical devices and IT infrastructure
0: is it possible that maybe healthcare is seen often as this and a rather traditional arena of service provision let's say from the public sector and maybe there is a choice let's say to benefit more I don't know like entrepreneurship or ease of doing business rather than let's say more social uh well from spheres. one
1: hand absolutely healthcare and medicine is more than 2000 years old and therefore whenever introducing new and innovative and, um, uh, solutions and requirements into it. You have to m- keep mind from the back in the back of your head the also the analog traditions in given countries, the legislation and the the ways things uh, that that informs um, specific medical decisions in in particular countries. I could say, but from the other hand, banking is uh, an age old sector too, and in banking, I see very vigorous data security and cybersecurity rules applied, which somehow hasn't really made it to the medical sector. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it, the, the picture is hazy. So indeed, the healthcare having fragile digital infrastructure and the security-based design, which does not apply to legacy systems and is difficult to achieve with the multi-pl- multi- multiple connected endpoints, is, is an issue. Um,
0: what are the other two points, briefly, in that yeah. uh, that are indeed the problematic other two about health?
1: Very briefly, is that the um, healthcare cybersecurity is underfinanced, Maybe it's 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 related. And thirdly, uh, the technical and human resource limitations in the field are preventing um, m- proper information sh- sharing and and. Pre- m- create challenges in the sector so no money not enough uh, people and and digit and and fragile systems
0: and we're smiling here between us but of course it's not like <laughs> no, the, it's, re- it's not the best situation yeah, indeed no, no, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and also the and then the second point indeed of this uh of, of the session that will take place next week is indeed the project of the vaccine uh, certificates uh But vaccination is, for example, like, uh, I mean, we know that it's voluntary. We know that then, of course, there would be probably like some asymmetries, let's say, if not inequalities in the way that these uh, certificates are used. But mm, what is required then uh, from this point on, let's say, since it's a topic that is still very much under discussion to make these vaccine certificates come to life, not only in specific countries that are already ahead, let's say, of the curve in terms of digital transformation, but everywhere in, ai mean, in an international organization such as, for example, the, the supranational organization, an entity such as the European Union, which uh, within itself, in any case, has of course countries with different levels of digital maturity and uh, adoption of innovation.
1: Well, one way of looking at it at uh, at the vaccination problematic is uh, three points really. One is the data issues, and and uh, I'd love to. Uh, expand a little bit on that so it's, it's data problem. The second one um, and the third one deal more with the vaccine certificate in general uh, or in specifically uh, and that's how do you set it all up the the whole sort of technical infrastructure of the vaccine uh, certificate and then how do you use the vaccine certificate. So looking at the first uh, first set of like the data use and and um, I mean, that goes uh, wider, that sort of like creates a wider context uh, to the to the uh, to the um, discussion issues because data and digital healthcare data exchange is going on and has been going on already for a while. But uh, when you introduce the vaccine certificate uh, issue to it, the question there is um, the interoperability of data when you try to exchange it um, across borders. There is the issue of access to data from different endpoints. There is the issue of willingness to share uh, and, uh, the, uh, and of course the different legislative um, um, limitations to it. Legislation, uh, in addition to the technical ability, plays significant role to the whole story. Uh, so it's not just an IT story, but it is a very much um, discussion about, indeed, rules and norms. There, uh, First, in understanding about the general legislation, there are EU-level regulations that influence um, the data exchange in medical healthcare, such as the General Data Protection Regulation, but also the EU Data Governance Act, um, a new proposal of which was recently tabled in Brussels in November, and then in addition to the EU level, you have the uh, country-specific situations where you have um, the organisation of healthcare, which is different in, in each member state in EU. You have the differences in skills and competences. Uh, and you have the national rules, and and into those national rules, as I said before, or or you you have you f- uh, the the action the the aspect of the age old medicine feeds in, and the uh, question of what you can and cannot do in medical uh, field in each country also plays its role.
0: But you mentioned that then. Uh, uh, first of all, I would actually ask another question, which is. Uh, we mentioned a set of regulations, no? but is this set of regulations fit for the pandemic? In the sense, is it like fit for the current times? So, or is it likely in any case that we will have to change something, let's say, either at the supranational or national level in order for this project to um, to be taken up, basically? Just in a very it's, general it's way. It's a good eh? question. Like,
1: um, yeah, uh, well, I, I think, I mean, if for the vaccine certificate to be able to be adopted and approved across the eu uh, we certainly need some new legislation i think the bureaucracy certainly um needs needs to be fed a little more however if you ask about the pandemic um uh, and and the current legislative um uh, Context being fit for the pandemic, I think the pandemic, as every crisis, puts stress on and tests the the current situation, including the legislative um, area. And I'm seeing already in Estonia, where the government has admitted that the current um, data sharing rules do not are not sufficient to build up databases needed for example for uh, for uh, the vaccination plan to work smoothly and effortlessly so certainly you need to update uh, something the question is do uh, the and that that's where the decision making dilemmas are under a lot of stress under a lot of time um, pressure Um, What can you do? Uh, Can you wait until a new legislation is is adopted or or are there any quicker measures that need to be uh, done?
0: But indeed, this was one of the the points that I was hinting at, meaning that, yes, you can go on decree by decree, let's say in... uh, countering the effects of the crisis but at the same time maybe uh, it would be uh, mm, it would be better maybe to let the technology or the companies uh, somehow take the lead let's say in the in presenting the solutions that can be uh, proposed, let's say, to solve the crisis and to limit the, its effects. And then the regulation can indeed, like legislation, can follow suit by intervening indeed on the use that is done of the data, uh, what are the tools that emerge out of this use. But this also raises another question, which is indeed about the different like, layers of obstacles, let's say, that could be in the way of an adoption of a vaccine certificate. What do I mean by this? Because already in the in the first of these imaginary layers, let's say there is the fact that vaccination is voluntary. So not all people are going to be uh, vaccinated in the end. The second layer is that countries capability, let's say, and countries readiness to enforce and implement something like a vaccine certificate or uh, uh, to exchange in a cross-border manner digital health data already reduces, let's say, a bit the pool uh, of countries that can uh, effectively implement a measure like this. So, however, the thing is that there is a first layer of obstacles that pertains, the uh, let's say, people's trust in science because it's about pe- the people who want to get the vaccine. And then the second layer that is about people's trust, people's trust and countries capability in terms of deploying quickly technology. So it seems that in any case, like past the first layer and past the second layer, the pool of beneficiaries, let's say, of a vaccine certificate could be uh, smaller and smaller, but, uh, but a solution of this kind is not a solution for the few, of course. So the question would be, what is the trade-off, let's say, what are the benefits, the rewards for this trust that people need to place first in the science, so in the vaccines themselves, and then in the use that is made of the technology and of their own data? What are indeed like the, the main rewards and the main benefits on the horizon for this?
1: well ultimately uh, the um the uh, vaccine certificate uh, the digital vaccine certificate i guess has to strike the right balance between the opportunities uh, the the carrots that are there so to say and and that 's of course related to the purposes that is uh, that it is going to be used but ultimately i I suppose the carrot of opening up the societies opening up opportunities to travel um, being able to smoothlessly travel for example within the eu um one could argue is is a good one is a good one uh, and on the other hand there's the um, um data security the good old uh, triad of uh, um, confidentiality integrity and availability of data the fact that people trust that that uh, uh, health data which ultimately is is very private very important is is secure as uh, the um my former boss Thomas Silvers put it he's not so concerned about his blood type being found out, but he is much more concerned about someone changing his blood type in the in the in the in the database so uh, it's important that um the people uh know that um that individual users uh, could, for example, be able to delete their data if they if they want to. Or first, let's say the question is what kind of data will be there on the vaccine certificate in, in general? How much information about a person does it include? Is it just the fact that we are vaccinated or does it include... Uh, wider details of uh, whether or not we um, we had COVID and what kind of allergies are there and so on. So the question that that's one aspect and and uh, creating trust, I would imagine. And secondly, that technology providers should be allowed to profit from any data they handle. These are some elements I think that increase uh, trust. But ultimately, of course, I think. You can increase the probabilities but there is a very strong cultural background and uh, openness or suspiciousness towards uh, these solutions related with personal data where each member country approaches from a different aspect. I think we in Estonia are love <laughs> various innovations and, and are often uh, eager to jump into new solutions where it is fear that some of the other european nations are very skeptical about it and uh so there is this debate between different eu countries and but there it also i think is important to keep in mind that estonia is not 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 alone there are countries who have been very uh forward leaning and and strongly supportive of the uh issue such as denmark sweden finland estonia and there are other countries who provide um, more criticism um while i think it's important to discuss it and our next week's uh, debate likewise is focusing in europe i think it's important actually to to keep in mind look at looking at, to look at the wider world and i think it perhaps relevant and, and interesting to to know that china for example already went ahead and started implementing something like a digital vaccine certificate allowing their people to travel, both uh, domestically and internationally. The question, of course, is whether and to what extent uh, countries of the rest of the world accept that. And uh, Now, these debates are going on in, in Europe. A bill is coming up, I, I've heard, on March 17. And uh, some kinds of uh, debates like this are going on also in Canada. So uh, Europe and the World Health Organization discussing this are this this these discussions are not going on in isolation, but but it kind of like they connect and touch bases with the rest of the world.
0: Yeah, there is definitely an international convergence, let's say, towards the topic of the vaccine certificates, and uh, exactly for this reason, we're inviting all our listeners to join us next week at 11 a.m. Central European Time on March 24th online for our web seminar on digital health security and the vaccine certificate where where stakeholders from the public sector and the ICT companies will indeed like share uh, their points of view and their solutions towards making the vaccine certificate a reality so tune in and uh, registration is required but participation is free so just head to the website of eGovernanceAcademy academy ega.ee thanks a lot merle and uh, see you all next next week <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by eGovernance Academy. Tune in on next Wednesday.